0: Stem cell science is changing medicine and our understanding of human development. Learn more with the Stem Cell Channel. Visit uctv.tv slash stem cell. Hi, everybody. Thank you for having me today. I'm here to talk to you about um, neural stem cell targeted anti-cancer therapies going from bench to bedside and also show you some of the work that uh, CIRM has enabled us to do through their grant funding. So stem cells are regenerative i'm sure you've heard a lot about that today Um, they can regenerate skin blood bone heart nerves i show this cartoon that you can be anything you want to be when you grow up and it's the researchers goal to push the cells in the direction that they want Um, you can turn these stem cells into heart beating heart cells into nerves um, into skin tissue uh, However, what I looked at the stem cells for is not regenerative, but that they are also pathotropic. What I mean by that is that the stem cells are attracted to areas of pathology. And I was a cancer researcher, so I was interested to know, are they attracted to cancer cells, right? Cancer cells invade tissue, they do damage, would the stem cells go there? So just to give you an overview, a lot of the work being done now, by CERM investigators and others, is stem cell replacement. There are trials on macular degeneration going on now, where they actually inject the stem cells into the eye to replace the damaged cells in the eye and restore vision. Remyelination, to remyelinate nerves that are damaged with spinal cord injury. So again, stem cells, from when you're born, as you develop, they know how to do all these things and make normal nerves and normal eye cells and heart tissue. But when it gets damaged later on, can you put the stem cells there and regenerate the tissue? Since they knew how to do it when you were developing, can they do it now or trick the environment into regenerating the tissue? So promotion of host tissue regeneration, we're looking at stroke, Parkinson's disease, ALS, cell replacement, so, again, those are all regenerative properties of stem cells. What I'm looking at is pathotropism, or in this case, tumor tropism, that the stem cells are in fact attracted to invading tumor cells. And if they are, can we localize the treatment only to the tumor cells and then avoid off target toxic effects? So, what I discovered about, wow, 20 years ago. Is that neural stem cells? So these are stem cells that have already been committed to becoming brain cells, different cells in the brain. So neural stem cells, they have an inherent ability to track down cancer cells. So this is not something I did to them, it was something I observed. They can cross the blood brain barrier to the brain. And since they can track down cancer cells, I'm using them as a delivery vehicle to deliver different therapeutic payloads directly to the tumor sites. And in this way, normal tissues are spared from the toxic side effects and reducing suffering and improving quality of life. For example, when a patient gets chemo um, intravenously, the chemo is killing everything that's dividing quickly. It doesn't distinguish between your tumor cells and for instance, your hair cells or your bone marrow or your skin, which is why you get so many side effects. It's killing everything that's dividing quickly. In this case, if we can activate the the chemotherapy only at the tumor sites, we would avoid all those other effects. And that was the goal, to improve quality quality of life. So early studies that we did, this is a model where there's a tumor in the brain. The tumor is, is the dark red and a surgeon can go ahead and remove the tumor in the brain. We we looked at brain tumors first, but the surgeon will miss cells that already invaded into the normal tissue. And unlike liver or lung, you can't remove part of the brain tissue. So the question is you can remove the tumor, but how do you get those invading cells without hurting the rest of the brain? On the left, it shows that the NSCs here, they're dyed blue, that when we inject the stem cells into a tumor, they don't just sit there, they move. They love the tumor environment. They distribute all over the tumor. Also, they cross normal tissue to follow invading tumor cells. And in the right panel, we see tumors always are making, taking over blood vessels to feed itself so it can spread. And as you can see, the stem cells love these new blood vessels too. So, it seems like whatever is making the tumor more aggressive, more invasive, is also attracting these neural stem cells. So, over the years, we've used stem cells as a platform to target several different anti cancer agents directly to invasive cancer cells. We've done this in models of glioma, medulloblastoma, metastasis to the brain. This is an, an increasing population, there's over 180,000 new cases. year of brain metastasis because as our treatments have gotten better systemically, for example, for lung cancer, breast cancer, more and more patients are presenting with brain mets because a lot of these chemotherapies and drugs do not cross the blood-brain barrier. So patients are presenting that way now. Also, if we inject the stem cells intravenously, they also, they will cross the blood-brain barrier and localized tumor sites. Finally, and this is a more recent grant that I'll talk about, neural stem cells, when they're injected intravenously or into the abdomen, they will localize to metastatic cancers throughout the body, including breast carcinoma, neuroblastoma, and ovarian cancer. So these cells will stop at the tumor sites. They're recognizing something in the tumor vasculature, and they'll penetrate into the tumor. So again... I didn't do anything to the stem cells to make them tumor tropic. This is what we observed and discovered. What we're doing is adding a uh, therapeutic payload to carry it directly to the tumor sites. So we started with brain tumor therapy and brain tumor treatment today, uh, there've been advances in surgery, radiation, and chemotherapy. However, despite all those advances, these tumors are virtually incurable and lethal. Why? Well, there's no clear boundaries of these tumors. By the time they're diagnosed, they've already spread away from one primary mass. And when tumors spread away from the main tumor site, that's invasive or metastases. Again, the chemotherapies do not cross the blood-brain barrier well. About 98% of them don't get through. And when they do get through, there's poor tumor penetration. So there has not been a significant advance. The prognosis is about two years from the time of diagnosis and only six months, six to eight months from when it recurs. So what our lab did is we developed a neural stem cell line for clinical use. And allogeneic means that we can use this one line and apply it to many different people, to all different patients. Autologous is when they take it from the patient and give it back to the same patient. But we were looking for an off-the-shelf product, something that can be frozen down in vials and then used as needed for the different patients. And we've characterized this. um, They're frozen down at City of Hope GMP facility, which is for clinical products. They're minimally immunogenic, so they don't get rejected very easily. Um, It's expandable. So we've engineered this cell line so that we do not need new tissue. We do not need to go back to any new um, characterization. Every vial of these cells has exactly the same thing. Now, these stem cells can be modified further with different therapeutic payloads. And we were the first to take this to human trials with an off-the-shelf NSC line to deliver a therapeutic agent. And our first therapy was NSC, Neural Stem Cell Mediated Enzyme Prodrug Gene Therapy. And this is what I had mentioned, that the stem cells will go to the tumor site, that we've engineered them to make an enzyme that does nothing by itself. But now when you give an inactive prodrug, it's, and that does cross to the brain, the enzyme will convert it to the active drug, the chemotherapeutic, only in the area where the tumors are. So the stem cells are administered, they localize to the tumor, they make their enzyme, we give an inactive prodrug, so now you have localized chemotherapy production, because it's only going to be made where the stem cells are, and the stem cells are only where the tumor sites are. Now CIRM gave me um, an $18 million disease team award in 2010 to take a brand new NSC treatment to patients with glioma. This was how we did it. We took our stem cells. We engineered them to make an enzyme. In this case, it's called CE. Then we treat the patient with irinotecan. And then the stem cell enzyme converts it to a drug called SN38. This is 3,000 times more potent, more anti-cancer effect than irinotecan alone. And we're only localizing it to the tumor sites. So this toxic drug is not going through the whole body and not affecting normal tissues. It's only being made where the tumor is. Now, one of the things besides getting to clinical trial, I think we have one patient left on this clinical trial, is the funding from CERM enabled us to get additional funding based on what we discovered. And we did get $2 million from NIH to conduct the clinical trial. And we also got almost $5 million from NIH to apply this same treatment that we developed for brain tumor, the exact same cell product for metastatic neuroblastoma injected intravenously. And this will be going to clinical trial hopefully within the next six months. So it's just to point out that what CERM has enabled us to do in our original proposal has had ramifications for other tumors and other uh, payloads. So we did do a phase one, as as I said, we have one patient left, dose escalation, multi-dose trial. The patients come in with recurrent glioma, the surgeon removes the tumor, and then the stem cells that are making the CE are injected into the the resection cavity wall. And two centimeters around the wall is where most of the recurrent tumor happens. But again, I showed you there's gonna be distant tumor sites that the surgeon will miss. And we believe our stem cells migrate to those distant sites also. So now you have the stem cells localized to the tumor sites, and we give the erinotecan drug. And now we make that SN38, that powerful chemotherapeutic, only at the tumor sites. We also have, City of Hope has an alpha clinic, a serum alpha clinic. So we leave a catheter in under the skull of the patient, doesn't show but that way they can come in every month or every two weeks to get another dose of stem cells and the drug. So we can give repeat treatment rounds. Our clinical trials so far have demonstrated that the stem cells are moving to distant tumor sites, even in the opposite side of the brain, and they are converting the prodrug to the active chemotherapeutic. So we have proof of concept. Again, these initial phase one trials are for safety, They're quite small, but once they're finished, we can move to phase two, larger studies, and increasing dosing. And then uh, I wanted to just finish with a new translational grant that we were awarded. We went to clinical trial with an oncolytic virotherapy, so the same stem cells, but now they're making an oncolytic virus. This virus will infect tumor cells. It will keep dividing until it bursts the tumor cell open and then it will spread to the next tumor cells and the next tumor cells, and it should keep amplifying until it hits normal tissue. This is important because even if the tumor cells are chemo-resistant or radiation-resistant, it's effective. There are many trials with free virus. Free virus gets neutralized by the immune system, it doesn't reach the tumor sites well, and it doesn't penetrate well and we also can't give multiple treatment rounds because of the immune system. By encasing the virus in the stem cells and let the stem cells protect it on its way to the tumor sites, we can get more of the virus to the tumor site and we can give multiple rounds of treatment. So the grant that we have just received in February is for ovarian cancer, 22,000 women per year, are affected. Stage three ovarian cancer is when the tumor cells are in the abdomen. And many, uh, after treatment with cisplatin, paclitaxel, they become resistant to the chemo. So we wanted to try this same product of the oncolytic virus into the ovarian cancer. And what we have shown so far is that the stem cells here, they're red and orange. These are tumor sites When we inject them intra-abdominally, they localize to the ovarian tumor sites, to multiple ovarian tumor sites throughout the abdomen. They're not localizing to normal tissue, kidney or liver. So they'll be at the tumor sites. They'll be making their oncolytic virus. They'll infect the tumor cells, lyse them, release more virus. And again, we hope to get an amplifying effect until the tumors are gone. So this is the $2.8 million CERM Tran, and that is to get us to the point of submission to the FDA for a clinical trial with this oncolytic virus neural stem cells to go into stage 3 ovarian cancer patients. And I just want to thank CERM. I want to thank my lab who does all the work. I just get to uh, present it. And all our uh, clinicians, brain tumor and ovarian cancer. And again, CERM has enabled us to go from basic science to translational to the clinic. It's a big team effort and it is an expensive effort. And um, we're very grateful to have gotten funding and to be able to do this.